Have you ever wondered why people live where God says they shouldn't, even though it's negative two degrees and the ground is frozen solid? Well, don't worry, because even if you live there, Effie will still come and bring you joy. Because this week, we're talking about my grand return to Western Canada. We're talking about Hey Siri. We're talking about movies. I think we're talking about Sandra Bullock for a minute. Uh, We're talking about Valentine's Day. We're talking about love. We're talking about pure adoration. And we're talking about Mortal Kombat. So get locked in. It's weekend at Effie's. Give yourself a kiss on the mouth in the mirror because you're your own Valentine. Decision 2024. Who will you choose? Uh, Bebop, Cranberry, or Lucy? All the beautiful uh, tiers you can pick on our Patreon, weekendateffies.com. You can be a part of the Patreon and get exclusive content like our watch-along of Fast and Furious 9 or our recent review of the trauma film, Doris Fish's Vegas in space, along with puppy content, early episodes, weather reports from our planetary advisor, Pitar, and much, much more. Uh, I've got a vlog to finish up. It's got a lot of snow in it. I think it's just that the snow depresses me, and I'm over winter, and I keep going um, to winter uh-huh. as a place. Uh, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Val- We're recording this on Valentine's Day. Uh, would you like to know the top 10 rewatched movies on Letterboxd on Valentine's Can Day? Can I guess? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 500 Ooh. Days of Summer. Um, oh, my God. Okay. One? one? I got one? One for 10. All right. That's number nine. Uh, all right. Hold up. This is going to be... I got to pick. Sleepless in Seattle? No. Okay. Um, close, though. You've got mail. No. Close, though. <sighs> Remove Tom Hanks. Oh, oh, Harry Met Sally. Mm-hmm. Okay, Harry Met Sally. Um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? No. Romeo plus Juliet? No. <sighs> Made in Manhattan? N- absolutely not. 13 Going on 30? No. no. Mark Ruffalo is one no. of his best roles. Uh. Along Came Polly. No. Okay, I'm going to give you a hint for one of them. Okay. It's one of my favorite movies. You could. I have referred to it recently as a comfort film. I told you I watched this the first time and then immediately put it back on, and you said, really? That movie? The Lion King. No. <laughs> I'm blanking right now, Pitar, and I know we just had this conversation. Uh-huh. David Fincher. Gone Girl? Yes. For Valentine's yes. Day? Yes. <laughs> um, okay, I'm, I've got another And that guess. should kind of help you with the rest. Should it? Yes. So they're like... Think less How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and think more Gone Girl. Oh, no. Inception. <laughs> no. The Dark Knight Rises? No. Uh, oh, 101 Dalmatians. No. 102 Dalmatians. Do you want me to give you the rest of these? Yeah. Okay. So, number one is My Bloody Valentine. Okay. Uh, Two is Valentine. Three is Valentine's Day. Four is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, this is okay. (laughs) Um, And then number five is the 2009 My Bloody Valentine. Okay. And then number six, we have Gone Girl. Number seven, When Harry Met Sally. All right. Number eight, uh, Casablanca. Okay. Uh, Number nine... 500 Days of Summer, and please get number 10. It's another Jim Carrey. Another Jim it's Carrey? another Jim Carrey. Oh, my God. 
The Grinch. No, but... Yes, man. No, but... Liar, liar. No. Grinch was closer. Grinch was closer? Grinch was closer. Recent Jim Carrey movie. Mr. Popper's Penguins. More recent Jim Carrey movie. The Man in the Moon? More recent Jim Carrey. <laughs> oh, no. I don't fucking know, Peter. I don't know. The little blue guy that runs around. He goes fast. He collects coins. Sonic the yes. Hedgehog is number 10? Oh, no. He did play Dr. Robotnik. Didn't have enough of a gut for my taste. What, are the, what is this Happy list? Valentine's Happy Day. Valentine's Day. I can see watching Sonic with your lover to get in the mood. Just got to go fast. Hey, can we make love tonight, baby? Got to go fast. <laughs> How's that? Does that fit it? Uh, ha- yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Galentine's Day. Uh, you know, I just got a text from AJ asking what time we should go see Madam Web. And I said, can we put it off a day or two? Because I'm just not ready yet. I'm not emotionally ready. By the time you hear this, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, I will have probably seen Madam Web. And we'll have probably named it my top film of the year over even Argyle. You don't want to get stuck in the web. This is Weekend at Effie's. This is a weekly journey through uh, me sharing my life, which is less weird every week. It's less weird every week because you there's, it's harder to throw you off. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you're kind of familiar with what happens in my life now. Uh, but we did have another Canadian weekend. Canadian weekend! And I will tell you this. Nobody seems to laugh at my joke of um, it feels like God is telling y'all not to live here. When I land and it's negative two degrees and the whole city is covered in ice. I did a time lapse video flying into town and it's like until we land fully just white because there's so much ice and snow. It's insane. I'm not into it. Uh, I don't prepare. I don't bring the right clothes. I wear a you know one hoodie and that's it. And I'm hopeful that I'm not outside a lot. Um, there was a lot of weird repetition on this trip. There's a lot of travel woes. Now, usually I fly in right before the show, but you know, I was in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, which is not anywhere near here. It's not close at all. And I'm not saying that's a brag. Uh, hold up. I have to tell him about Madam Webb. Mm. Um, so thinking about movies that are coming out this year, I really do think that my most anticipated is this Jennifer Lopez movie that's coming out in a couple days. Yeah. So is this, we looked at the cast and half the cast is playing Gemini sign. I mean, uh, Zodiac, uh, Zodiac signs, signs, yeah. I say Gemini signs cause I'm a Gemini. The entire Zodiac is represented. Uh, Jennifer Lopez herself is playing the artist, the artist. And then Ben Affleck is playing Rockstone Rock Boulder. Yeah. What's his name? Like Rex Stone or something. Rex like Stone. Uh, did you see the Dunkin' Donuts commercial? Yes. It's fantastic. Yes. And shout out Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Shout Fuck out Fat Tom Joe. Brady. Oh, shout out Fat Joe. Who's also in uh, the Jennifer Lopez movie. Yes, as a therapist, which makes sense, I think. I don't know. Hey, if you're going to sit in the chair, just lean back. Lean back. Lean back and tell me your troubles. Uh <laughs> It is coming out on Amazon Prime this Friday. Is it? Is it? I thought I you mean, said it was coming really I wanna, quick. I I would like to see this in a theater. Well, I don't know if it's going to get a theatrical release. Well, uh, we need to change that. 
Hey Siri, when's that Jennifer Lopez movie coming out? Oh, so this is already. Oh, that's that was Mama, or Mom. Um, what is it called? This is this is me. Uh, this is me. Dot 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 dot. dot. Now. Now. Uh, it comes out. It's actually been out our whole life, and it's in our mind. Mm. What? And it looks like, I would say it looks like Jennifer Lopez presents Cloud Atlas. It's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Yes. Okay, so the album is coming out this weekend. Um, this is a C. Oh. Okay, I guess I'm not hip to the Jennifer Lopez lore because this is a sequel to another album that was released in 2002 called This Is Me Then. Yeah, so this is me now. So the it says the film comes out Friday on streaming. Uh-huh. Uh, this is me now theatrical release, question mark? Uh, featuring Trevor Noah, Kim Petras, Post Malone, Kiki Palmer. I'm, I, I would really like to know if we're going to get to see this in the theaters. It feels like with this star-studded cast, we will get to see it in the theaters. I'm going to pull up, you know, I'm an AMC rewards person. Uh, so I get to see whatever movies I want. Um, I all mean, the we time. may have to, uh, we may have to talk to like the Plaza or the Terra about this. See I'm not seeing it showing up at the smaller AMC theater, but let's go ahead. Let's look at the, the big one and see if we get a release for this one let's see if we can get the tara to do a this is me now uh empty man double feature oh we still haven't seen the beekeeper i know what why this is what is the chosen this theater is showing the chosen season four episodes four That's, through six yeah it's the jesus show oh That's going right now You think you can hold me down with three fucking nails, you losers? What a weak little baby. You weak little baby. Okay, so this is me now. We're really excited. Our, yeah. our presenting uh, partner sponsor this week is Jennifer Lopez. Mm -hmm. uh, you know her from such things as film, television, dancing, uh, having sex, and being in magazines, and um, fixing Ben Affleck's depression. So now you can see her story told by her in a modern fairy tale made for the big screen on Amazon Prime this Friday, February 16th. It's already out now if you're listening when this drops next week. Uh, this is me now. There's an interview with Ben Affleck where they were asking him about all of this. And he goes, well, uh, I came home one day and there were a bunch of very personal love letters that I wrote to J-Lo out on the table. And they were examining those. And, you know, I've commonly referred to this as the greatest love story never told and it kind of seems like now you're telling it and they were all sitting around laughing and pointing at each of the letters mm -hmm. because everyone knows ben affleck's love notes hilarious you are like the frosting on a sour cream donut you are the warmth of a midnight black dunkin coffee on my lips without creamer because i drink it black because i'm a man that's my ben affleck's uh Duncan poetry moment. I like it. It's good. We're off topic because yeah. 
I have a lot of confusion in my mind still. I just got to be honest. Uh, you know, my wound on my head is healing pretty well. There's a pretty obvious bald spot now where yeah. this wound is. And I know, like, I'm hopeful the hair will grow back. This is what I hope. I don't, I really don't like how this looks right now. Can I just show you? Peter? Yeah. Can I, just... I mean, you're hiding it pretty well. Well, because it's like kind of. Yeah. The thing is. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. I, this is my life. Yeah. I chose this path. I have wounds all over me. Uh, some Sometimes I forget how bad my back looks, and people will be like, oh, you're back. I was reminded when you uh, informed our neighbor about his chickens. When I walked up mm -hmm. and you saw my back, and you're yeah. like, oh. So, so let's get into that. Uh, this is after I arrived home. Now, I came home on Sunday. This was on Sunday, right? I'm not making I that up. I think so, yeah. I think it was on Sunday. Uh, and you had taken Lucy outside. Hey. What is that? You had taken Lucy outside and informed me that our neighbor who has chickens that are usually in a little coop, and I didn't realize they were such beautiful yeah. roosters. These are beautiful chickens. And, you know, I've been doing a little research on chickens, and they really are glorious, magical birds. Uh, before we started just making them as fat as we could to eat which was a contest they held in the 50s to see who could make the fattest chickens to eat uh so i go i go outside with you because you said the chickens have escaped and i'm like do we grab them do we and i was like let me just go let me knock on their door so i of course i'm not wearing much clothing as i i just don't i don't like wearing clothes yeah, i'm gonna be I mean, honest i just like it's not for me it's never been fun to put on clothes I usually, you know, in summer, I have a two pieces of clothing rule that if I break it, it's okay, but I would prefer not to break it. And in winter, I have a three pieces of clothing rule, and I fucking hate winter. Because the problem with winter isn't that it's cold, necessarily. The problem with winter is the staggering difference between it being fucking cold and then going in somewhere, and the heat is so hot yeah. that my outfit that I prepared for the cold yeah. is now uncomfortable and then I sweat, and then I want to go back outside. So I've just decided I will suffer the cold to make sure that during the majority of the time when I'm inside, I am maintaining the expectation of where I will mostly be. I can be cold for 20 minutes if I'm going to be warm for three hours. I can handle it. And the math works. So the chickens are out there just wandering the yard. Uh, they look nice. I don't want to grab chickens. I've, I've seen it done. I think I could do it. Have you seen how you can put a chicken to sleep? No. All right, you pick the chicken up, and you put its beak to the ground, and if you lower it to the ground and pull it back, it will just fall asleep because the chicken's eyes can't focus when its beak is straight down to the earth, so it just goes to bed. Oh. Yeah. Damn. It's really weird. Uh, I'm not going to go try it myself, though. I've seen it done by quite a few people. You can also, if you shake the chicken, they their faces and heads keep equilibrium. I then asked if this was the Netflix sequel to Chicken Run. Yep. Uh, this one did not have Mel Gibson because we don't tolerate anti-Semitism <laughs> around the house. And I went to the door and I knocked and he really is Tucci coded. That's the only way I can put it. He's like always wandering around his garden. He's got a beautiful little dog that Bebop has become uh, kiss friends with and they're fine. And Bebop likes this man. Bebop will run up to this man and give him a, a greeting, a Bebop greeting, which is climbing you and trying to lick you. Uh, and I said, sir... Sir, your chickens, they've escaped. <laughs> and was met with, yeah, man, it's fine. They're just wandering around. 
And I felt so stupid <laughs> telling this man, like thinking I was being the chicken superhero. Uh-huh. Sir, sir, I'm the one who's come to help. Your chickens, they've escaped. And he's like, I let them out. I want the chickens to eat the worms in my beautiful garden. This guy's the kind of gardener that he has the heating lights for his plants. Yeah. He has the uh, covers for the certain plants. Mm-hmm. And really, in the spring, when we moved in here, which was more summer, that garden is lush and beautiful and particular. Mm-hmm. And it just smells good. And the bees are out. Mm-hmm. It gives me hope for the future. And it also lets me know that if things get really bad, I bet he's more prepared than I am. And we're taking his house. Hope he doesn't listen. Maybe he does. Maybe he's on the Patreon. Maybe he wants to support his neighbors. But he does seem like he maybe has a bucket of uh, broccoli cheese rice in the basement before I would. Yeah. Uh, Beans also. I would, you know, you have to soak beans. Either way, the chickens did not escape and we moved on with our day. But it is nice to know that there are chickens around. I will say Bebop has been doing a lot of off-leash work, which sometimes results in him uh, chasing a rabbit down the street. And then coming back like nothing's the problem. And sometimes results in him trying to sneak over to the chickens. Which he is... You know, I see how Roald Dahl made those dogs look so evil when he starts sneaking up on the chickens. Mm -hmm. Because he looks fucking evil. Right now he looks like a little teddy bear. Oh, I hate that him being kind of tubby is so cute. Because I know it's not good for him. Look at he's just laying back. He's just a little relaxed boy. If you're on our Patreon, you can see the video of this because he is fully. Oh, he says, don't take a picture of me being a tubby boy. (laughs) (laughs) Chill. Chill. Lay right there. Yeah, you're a good boy. Oh, my gosh. What a little angel. He's been snatching blankets off recently. He's he's up to no good. But we got to. It's time. It's time to get. It's spring cleaning time. We're going to spring clean your colon, buddy. Buddy, bruddy, <laughs> brother, my brother. Either way, Bebop did not kill any chickens. It was good we didn't let him out at the same time. But I think he would. I think he would murder without hesitation. He would try. He belly crawled under the car the other day because there was a chipmunk. Like the car that was in the car deck, he just like skimmied down to his stomach and scurried under the car trying to catch. It's very rat terrier coded, truly. Bobby. So on this trip, I went the day before. I was asked politely if I would come the day before. I said, is there a hotel? And they said, you got your own hotel. I said, great. So I had to leave super early. This is my favorite part, right? I land in Minneapolis, which is where my connecting flight is. I'm either going to be connecting in Toronto or Minneapolis. Thank God it was Minneapolis. It gave me time to watch more episodes of Tokyo Vice starring Ken Watanabe, who's just so good in this, smoldering even. I just, I hate how hot... 50-year-old men cops are to me in shows because ACAB, you know? Like, he just, he'll smoke the cigarette, and he's like, there's nothing we can do. And you're like, I know, but you could do something to me with a kiss. Is that, you're not getting the same vibe? <laughs> you're not getting that vibe? No, I uh, started watching um, One False Move last night, and I just, I realized I've been watching too much crime shit. I just couldn't handle any more cops. No. I couldn't handle it. We're going to watch Decision to Leave Again tomorrow. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I love Decision God, to Leave. So good. So so dense. And just seeing seeing a cop played against himself by his own lust. Go watch Decision to Leave. 
And I just want to say, if you're not watching foreign films because you're scared of subtitles, good. You fucking coward. Because you are going to die without the knowledge of the beauty of art being made by people whose languages is not your own. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. I hope you never watch another one again because you're going to be a loser your whole life for not watching foreign films. And I stand by that. I think you're... I think you have no hope in your life if you're not going to read some subtitles. Yeah. How else are you going to watch uh, RuPaul's Drag Race España All-Stars? Can't believe they sent Pinchadora home. I'm Pinchadora. I love her. She's um, home. Did you see that Bong Joon-ho is doing an animated movie next, and it's going to be the most expensive Korean film ever made? Wow. Um, what, no idea. Is there a synopsis? No. It's about uh, water life. It's about the ocean. Finding Nemo 3? Uh, maybe. You remember Finding Dory? Did you see that one? No. Not as good. Mm-mm. Not as good. Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, you know? I Listen, no. I'm pro-lesbian. Not pro-Ellen. No. Tell you that. Uh-uh. Do your dance, baby. It doesn't mean you can abuse your staff members. Piece of shit. Did I know what? Um, I don't know what's happening with the Robert Pattinson one, though. Because that was... He has... He completed a sci-fi Robert Pattinson film, but does not look like it's getting released. Guys, I think, uh, you know, reading about the Wile E. Coyote film that is being completely scrapped. Yeah. This is not, we will never on this podcast, Weekend at Effie's, Effie or Pitar, we will never advocate for domestic terrorism. But however you can get that film out, there will be no judgment from us. And much like Ayo Edebiri in the new film, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, which I'm very much looking forward to, her as a scallywag, uh, maybe do what they do as pirates and make it happen. Okay? They cannot hide art from us. Mm-mm. Information wants to be free. That's my belief. Information begs to be freed and available. And if you want to charge me the subscription and let me watch it, Okay, but if you want to hide information from me, valid entertainment information, then guess what, Zaslav? I got a strong army of Patreon people who know people who know people. And I'm, all I'm going to say is uh, we know where you play pickleball, okay? So just uh, keep your eyes open, pal, because that Acme, what's that thing called? The Anvil? Because the yeah. Acme Anvil could be coming from anywhere, brother. We're excited for cinema this year. We did a cinema preview of some films last week on our Patreon. I'm sitting in Minneapolis, and I get an email, finally. Now, this is going to... Some people are going to go, you fucking idiot. All right? I'm going to pull this up. This year alone. We haven't been in this year that long, right? How long have we been in this year? Like a month and a half. Okay. So, 2024, I have flown 20,100 miles. All right? In just this month and a half, I've already done 21 flights, and I've flown around the world 0.8 times. I've been in the air for two days and nine hours so far in 2024. It's crazy. So I got the email that I, my pre-check went through. <laughs> yes, folks. For the past five years that I have been consistently flying every weekend, I have not had pre-check. I have had clear. I have had regular TSA. And now the game has changed because there are many airports I get to where I go, they don't even have clear here. I have to wait in the regular line like a fucking loser 
I should have pre-check. And then I get home or I land, I'll land in Atlanta and the pre-check booth is open and I can just walk in and I forget and I go home and I deposit my money at the bank and I go home. And then I go, well, I should make uh, a run up to Staples because it's very easy to do there, which it was. And I didn't. But now, guess what, people? I can get to the airport even later because I got pre-check and my shoes, I'm going to start wearing way more complicated shoes because there's some days I want to wear mid tops, high tops, right? But then I think to myself, I had to go through airport security six times this weekend. I'm not fucking relacing and unlacing these shoes six times. I'm going to put my slides on like the new Skechers commercials with Mr. T who he goes, you don't, you don't have to bend over to put your shoes on. These slide on. And I'm like, you're damn right. Maybe me and 74-year-old women who are mall walkers have something in common. I don't want to put effort into tying my shoes. And maybe part of that is because I have to lace fucking full, you know, calf-high boots every week to do my job that I don't want to uh, participate. We're going to talk about those boots here in a minute uh, in something that I haven't discussed with you yet. It was very fun. Either way, I have TSA pre-check now. I can glide right through. And hopefully I will run into more celebrities in the pre-check line because that's where P.S. Michael Hayes goes whenever I see him at the airport. Doot, doot, doot. You wouldn't understand that, but that's uh, my uh-uh. impression of P.S. Michael Hayes in a zoot suit running through the Atlanta airport. Zoot suit, Skechers, running through the airport. What a guy. So I finally land in Edmonton. Uh, it is so cold. And I think to myself, well, I can just get Uber Eats at the room. And then I think to myself, I'm not paying for Canadian Uber Eats right now. So I go to the Tim Hortons in the airport, and I had a bacon turkey sandwich and a bowl of chili and a big iced coffee, and it was great. And then I waited, and I rode on the little Ramada bus, and I went to the uh, I went to the hotel, and I watched the NBA Hall of Fame. Or no, what is it? What was this weekend? The Super Bowl? The NFL Hall of Fame presentation? Uh-huh. Hosted by none other than Keegan Michael Key. I wouldn't have kept it on. I don't care about. I don't know any of these people. I have no idea what's going on. But all I could think about was when we were discussing Key and Peel and how they all just like they're they're both successful, uh-huh. very different lanes, yeah. and just seeing him hosting this show and going, "Get that money, Keegan Michael Key. That man will show up anywhere and take that check." And it was so fascinating to me that he was just like fully so on, so into it. They had. All these segments and different awards and things. One of the guys, he died of a heart attack and came back to life and then came back to playing football. But he did not win inspirational moment of the year, which I thought a little weird. I think another guy just like hurt his wrist and then came back and they were like, that's pretty inspirational. Uh, I learned a little bit about the Super Bowl and what was going on with that, which we'll talk about in a minute. But I then uh, had a very restful evening. I just chilled. I didn't do anything. That rules. Uh, pretty phenomenal. Now, I will say this. I did order Uber Eats later that night because I got hungry again. And what did I get? I got ultimate Donaire poutine, which was French fries covered in gravy, mozzarella cheese, bits of Donaire meat, grilled chicken, and beef with mushrooms, and then a little bit of barbecue sauce on top. And it was buy one, get one free. So I ordered two of them, and I happily ate the next one the next day cold. And it was delicious. So the next day is actually show day. And many people, Daniel McCabe referred to me as the mayor of Edmonton because I came into town, got over as hell. People come to see me, and I'm the champion of Top Talent Brands promotion. Was the champion of Top Talent Brands promotion. I had a tough test up against uh, a vampire. 
and sadly, I, I sucked because I got sucked. Oh, no. And the vampire defeated me using my own tricks. Now, in three of these title matches, I have been superplexed and then rolled people up the other way, which you'd think they'd catch on. But in this instance, I was superplexed and then rolled him up and then got rolled up again and had the belt stolen from me, gave a big emotional speech, and then the guy who beat me got attacked and someone cashed in their championship uh, opportunity and then immediately beat him. So there were two title changes in a single evening at Top Talent, and I did not leave with the belt. I usually don't leave with the belt anyway because it's very heavy and I have a lot of stuff in my bag, but I didn't leave metaphorically with the belt. Uh, this show, though, was the highest drawing show that they've had so far. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been trying to think about how to say this and not sound like a real diva prick. The first show I worked there, I had like 300, 350 people. And then I got a little more after that, a little more after that. Last show I worked there, 750 people. And then the show, Friday night, 900 people. And... A lot of people are pointing and saying, well, the one before you had Evil Uno, and no shade to Evil Uno, but let's be honest here, folks. Gays are telling gays are telling gays, and they're coming to see Effie, and they're lining up at the merch booth to see Effie. And this show, a lot of people could point to uh, Penta El Zero Miedo. You know about Penta El Zero Miedo? Mm-mm. Pentagon Jr. Uh, I first saw Pentagon Jr. wrestle live in 2015, I think. Uh, he's a phenomenal luchador. He is with AEW right now. And he had a pretty long meet and greet line. And I made a joke to the photographer in the meet and greet line. I said, if this line gets in my way, I'm going to tell you to move. And they thought I was kidding. And the Effie line just kept going. Now, the Penta line was long, but the Effie line just kept going. And there were people in the Penta line hoping I would still be there when they finished in the Penta line, which went quick enough. And I was still there. And I met with everyone, and it was beautiful. Now, also, my good friend Robert Martyr was on this show. Robert Martyr is someone I've known since Florida and since 2015, and this was their first international booking. This was their first booking out of the country. So I got to welcome him to the world of Effie uh, as I become an international icon. If people don't know me uh, and they're listening to this for the first time, they're going, is he really calling himself an international icon? Um, let me make it worse. I'm a fucking global superstar. And everywhere I go, people want to touch my skin to be cured of their illnesses. Okay? We are only two months away from the biggest Easter of my life. Where they will beat me, they will accuse me, and they will crucify me. And if you think I'm not rising up on that third day and beating the fuck out of all of them, you're wrong. So you just get ready because they can't hold me down. Three nails? Bullshit. It's going to take 100 nails. It's going to take 169 nails to hold me down when it comes. All right, do you think I've turned off potential listeners enough now? Do you think I've made them think I'm a full psychopath? I mean, you did start talking about the healing powers of being touched, and Lucy started licking you, so... Lucy's done that before, and it's caused you great concern, but there's no reason to be concerned today. There's nothing coming out of my skin that could cause her any difficulties in the future. Uh-oh, we got the B-movie. What is buzzing? It's this. Hold me closer, buzzy zoom box. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Buzz the zoom, zoom on the zoom. 
no, I'm greatly appreciative of all the people who have been supportive of me in times of uh, need and peril. I am greatly honored to be uh, treated with such respect for my craft by people around the world. And after watching Tokyo Vice, I take back what I said. I'm holding the dates because I got to get back to Japan, Peter. I got to get back to Japan. Let's pause for a sec. Did our sound hold up okay? Yeah. We're we fine. had a buzzing situation that was caused by Jerry Seinfeld in the B movie, and we are now back on track. I just want to say, I was bitching a little bit to you, Pitar, about uh, holding dates for Japan because they weren't giving me uh, exacts, and I just want to say, I'll, I, I'll do it. I, I've got to go back to Japan. I just want to go to Japan. I've been watching too much Tokyo Vice. So, show was an absolute success. People were driving from all over Canada to see it. And I found a lot of people had driven from Calgary to see the show, even though they were coming to see me perform in Calgary the next day. They were, like, treating me like I was uh, the Grateful Dead. And they were following Jerry Garcia around to see if he would suck on his little half finger. You know? You know about his finger? No. That was the first... Did I ever tell you the first time I ever smoked weed? Probably. At the Jerry Garcia Art Show? No. Oh, I was uh I had a I drove a minivan at the time and me and two guys from the youth group band were like we should smoke weed and go to the Jerry Garcia art show and I was like I don't know guys, I don't smoke weed. And then we drove to Spartanburg in my minivan and we smoked a lot of weed and went to the Jerry Garcia art show in a hotel. And I was high as fuck and didn't listen to Jerry Garcia but knew people there would know we were high and it was cool. And then I finished and we drove back home, and then I met my friend at the Walgreens parking lot because he was buying a Plan B for this girl we knew. <laughs> it was a it was a very eventful night. It sticks out in my mind. My friend texted me this morning, and I remembered, and he sent me the new Justice music video, which is robots eating each other's skin off and trying to fuck, which is kind of right up my alley. <laughs> you know, the other day I was thinking about like, oh, we don't want robots to take our jobs, and I kind of there's some jobs I want the robots to take, and I think one of those jobs is blowjobs. You know, I think blowjobs are great. People love oral sex, but uh, with robots, you're not emotionally indebted to anyone who's putting your your um, private parts in their mouth. Same with foot massages. Like, I love a foot massage. I hate the emotional implication of if you give me a foot massage, I feel like I'm indebted to you deeper than a normal task somehow. Mm. So I think if we let robots suck dick, and then we just do the fun other stuff. Everyone will be happier. I see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Even feet's like a little too much. Like what, what if mean? it? What if it goes wrong? But what if it goes right? But what if it goes wrong? Have you ever played with a Furby? Yes. How could it go wrong? I, Furbies go wrong all the time. Have you ever put two Furbies in front of each other yes, and watched them argue? Yes, it's demonic. Wow, Furby. You ever see on Etsy they sell the long Furbies? Yeah. I want one so yeah. bad. Ugh. I'm glad my parents got me a Furby before I was allowed to have a pet because I found out quickly uh, it takes work to keep your Furby happy and alive. What were we talking about? I don't know. doesn't matter. After the show... Went back to the hotel room. Uh, Robert Martyr stayed with me. We chatted. We had a good time. And then we were off the next day to Calgary, driving through the winter wonderland. If you think I fly to every show, you're wrong. Because it is sometimes beneficial for me to just get in the car with someone. Yeah. And f- drive to the next show. Yeah. Calgary's like three hours away. 
I got to eat a lot of uh, Canadian treats. And someone on Twitter asked me, what are, what are my favorite chips of all time? And they're old Dutch Canadian all-dressed chips. Have you ever had these? No. I got to bring you some treats. Yeah. Back. I really, uh, I'm not supposed to tell anybody, but I'm going to be in Canada again this weekend. So I'm going to I'm gonna do a little hunting. All-dressed Canadian chips, the best. Have you ever Why had the ketchup chips? you supposed to tell anyone? It's a surprise appearance. Okay. Uh, but the regular podcast won't be out until after yeah. I go there. Um, yeah, I'm hopping in a car with Cole Radrick to go eight hours to Canada. After, oh, hell yeah. After I'm in Indiana Saturday. It's going to be yeah. awesome. It all worked out. You were like, are you going to see Cole Radrick? I was like, I don't know. I am. Yes. Uh, a lot of Cole Radrick. We're going to be in an eight-hour car drive together. Don't tell other promoters I did that. I also just confirmed two new debuts. One of them announced uh, for Smash Master Wrestling, and that is on 316 Day. So I hope we're going to hit some stunners, some Stone Cold stunners. Uh and then I will be somewhere else, 315, that is not announced yet. And I'm still, I'm thinking whether or not I want to do a 317, but I kind of want to take St. Patrick's Day off and just return to drinking after 11 years of not drinking. I'm just, I want to pick the day, you know? Yeah. I, I don't think I ever need to drink again in my whole life. Like, thinking back on it, it's the worst idea possible. But it would be hilarious to one day just, like, jump back in and see how many people are that concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would be concerned. I think I could. I think I could rip a tall boy and really make people worried. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, what's wrong? <laughs> he seems even crazier than usual. No, it's fine. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I don't crave the, the alcohol energy anymore. It's not something I want to have a part of my life, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. I think you say this just to fuck with <laughs> yeah yeah i'm in that mood today can you tell uh-huh. i'm in a mood it's uh it's mercury's day it's gemini's day you said it would be a weird day today what was the what's the background of of this day being a um, little weird well we have a mars pluto thing that's been happening um yeah it's it's chaos have we ever gotten a real answer to why pluto is a dog and why goofy is a person even though they're no. both dogs? Uh-uh. Or are we saying that Mickey Mouse condones slavery? I mean, I think we have to watch that one Atlanta episode to get to the bottom <laughs> of this. It's one of the best because mm-hmm. it's so it's out so there. real. Uh, somebody was making an argument on Reddit the other day that the season three where they're in Europe is going to be looked back as one of the most like ahead of its time TV seasons. Yeah, 100%. And I think they're completely yeah. correct. Yeah. Especially with that one episode with Zazie Beats and the chef. Yeah. Uh, is that in three or four? That's three. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Le Man. Le Man. Okay. Uh, put down a tarp if you're going to pee on each other this Valentine's Day. That's what I'll suggest. Oh, my God. I forgot about that part of it. <laughs> they're looking at the Eiffel yeah. Tower. Yep. It's the most peaceful scene. Uh, okay. Watch Atlanta. I know if you're like me and someone's telling you to do something, you don't want to do it. I'm telling you. You got to watch Atlanta. And God bless Delta Airlines for having many of the Atlanta episodes on mm-hmm. their planes so I could keep watching Atlanta. Uh, Did you finish Mr. and Mrs. Smith? No, I'm on episode six, and it's the therapy episode, and I keep falling asleep in it, and it's my fault, not theirs, but I also wake up and I realize I've missed very important. Mm-hmm. Like, this seems like the emotional tie-in episode that's like, uh, Sarah Paulson's playing that therapist who's clearly over her head, but they don't yeah. want her to realize how yeah. over her head she is. Yeah. When he touches the piano, though, and she's like, that's not a playing piano. And he's like, you shouldn't you put up a, a sign or something <laughs> as he leans into the issues that Mrs. Smith has over him. 
Uh, yeah, it's been a joyful ride, completely out of left field. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited to get to the end because I think, uh, as a lot of people I've read, like you, believe it, it should wrap itself up as a single season yeah. experiment. Yeah. I didn't realize that was the same girl from Pen15. Yeah. Because she has a beautiful haircut. Yeah. She looks so gorgeous I compared know. to like, here's my little high school bowl cut thing. I and I was like, wait a second. And it clicked and I was like, she is great. Yeah. And she uh, she can play like kind of moody over it, but not emotionless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's a there's a way to play moody and over it that is emotional. But a lot of times people fall into the category of like, I'm moody and over it. And I'm not emotionally enthralled in this at all. There's little peek throughs. The Ron Perlman episode was so good. Yeah. Just. Yeah. And I bet it was so much fun to shoot just because like they're like in Italy or something. Yeah. And they do a better job than Tokyo Vice of presenting that time has passed because they sort of have this argument over uh, all these missions they've had and him wanting to buy land and her being like, so you can't keep doing this. You can't keep wanting to buy a house everywhere we go in every town we go to. Uh, which he does. So, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Amazon Prime, if you're going to watch uh, Vegas in Space, put that on right after. Mm-hmm. It's a good companion piece, I yeah. think. A lot of crime. <laughs> um, what the fuck was I talking about? Canada. Canada, yeah. Canada. Went to Calgary. Mm-hmm. Call Gary. Calgary. Cal- Calgary. Call- <sighs> a cow named Gary? Yeah, a cow named They have bison up there. I didn't see any. Oh, he's going to get you some chips. Ketchup chips. Ketchup chips, fuck. Yeah. And they have Lay's ketchup chips? No, wrong choice. Old Dutch. They are like the kettle ketchup chips. And they're so crunchy. And they're so tangy. You know, like you eat ketchup and you're like, this is a sweet, sugary treat? That's because you're American. In Canada, their ketchup, it's a a tangy delight. Yeah. Savory, tangy chip with just a... You know? Like it's... um, it's like that. But the all-dressed, that's like, uh, it's like if you describe somebody what barbecue chips taste like, and they did their best, but it's not at all like barbecue chips. Interesting. Yeah. They are addictive. They also make these little cracker things. I forget what they're called, and somebody's going to yell at me. And they're also, they come in an all-dressed seasoning, and they are so good. All-dressed, why don't we have this in America? Uh, Al-saisonnaise is what they call it in French. Al-saisonnaise. Okay, so we get to Calgary, uh, and I'm having a rematch this on this very evening with uh, the lovely Ava Lawless, who I defeated for the belt the first time, and in a full story uh, closing of a chapter, she defeated me. So she didn't get the belt back, but she did prove that she can beat me. The Calgary fans, Calgary, Calgary. Cal- now, see, Calgary's famous for, like, the stampede. You know about the Calgary stampede? It's like a big uh, rodeo kind of thing. Okay. Everybody gets hammered at the stampede. Uh, it's famous for the Hart family and being, like, a real... It, you know, it's kind of the Wild West of Canada. And it's got that very, like, uh, rural cowboy feel of a town. I only say this to say, so many beautiful homosexuals came out to the show. I love getting to see them. And one of them... The couple, they said, we got married in this building. And I said, oh, I broke a lot of the chairs when I was here last time, getting thrown through them. Uh, So I hope I didn't break any of the chairs that were at your wedding. And they said, we hope you did. We hope you did break chairs that were at your wedding. I did a meet and greet. I hung out with people. And I wrestled. And then uh, as soon as uh, the day becomes night, I've got to go to the airport. I've got a red-eye flight home to get back here on a Sunday morning. And this is where it gets a little crazy, Peter. Okay? 
I'm just walking in, going to the airport. I'm, uh, you know, here on my foreign work trip. And this man comes up to me and he says, are you flying to Atlanta on WestJet? I said, yep. And he goes, all right. I'm going to need to put a sticker on your passport. I said, okay. He goes, you got a little additional screening coming your way. I said, okay, that's fine. So I check my bag and I go into the security and it's pretty empty because it's like 1045 at night and I'm boarding right. at like 1130. And <laughs> the guy looks at it and he looks up and he goes, quad S, quad S. And he starts screaming quad S and all of the security people like start freaking out. This is like the highest level security check down they have to do on someone. Uh, I don't know why I was chosen for it. They're digging through all my stuff. They made me go through like three separate scans. They wiped every part of me down with the thing that checks if you have like anthrax on you and stuff. And then they were like, do you have any other shoes in the bag? And I was like, no, not thinking my large leather oh, wrestling God. boots or shoes. So then they have to like rescan everything. But I basically shut down security. Like this was like, I, it's four S's on my thing. And... They had to go through all these steps. They searched every pocket of every bag. They searched all the different stuff. They had me scan all these times. It was like the most intense security scrutiny I've ever been through. And I'm just sitting there like, honestly, I've got time and I've got nothing to hide. So like, let's fucking roll. And it took them about 25 minutes to get me through this screening. Holy shit. Pat downs, rub downs, you know, check every pocket, run this bag again, take your phone out of the case to be swabbed, like full on if they were going to find a terrorist, they thought it was on this evening. And I just want to say, y'all have never caught a terrorist in your whole life. Not one person on any TSA, foreign or diplomatically, uh, what is it called, domestic, has ever caught a single terrorist. And I hope you all keep putting all this effort into your job. And I hope it's like, uh, I hope it's like, uh, you know, edging yourself to rawness and never coming. Because that's what it feels like. 24 years now, we've been going through the fucking security screenings. And we've forced other countries like Canada to have just as intense security screenings. And guess what? Nothing. Nothing. Y'all couldn't catch anybody. Those machines have never gone off. They even had to get swabbed themselves after they pat me down. So they would pat me down and then they would swab their own hands and check. Like It was like really intense. Uh, but I passed. And they stamped my thing. And then I got to the, uh, I got to the gate, and they said we're not boarding yet, sir. And I go, oh, they told me I have to come show you this. And they said quad S. I said yeah. So they go, well, you were stamped approved, so everything is good. And I said, how about y'all just take my bag and check it because I don't feel like holding this anymore, and I've gone through enough. She was like, okay, we'll do that for you, sir. So they checked my bag for me because uh, I had two, and you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna pay to check a bag. I'll carry a bag if I have to carry a bag, but I don't want to. I don't want to carry a bag. I don't like carrying my own bags. I'm a global superstar. I don't want to carry my own shit around. I should have someone there to help me. Mr. Effie, can I carry your bag for you? Yes, of course you can. Mr. Effie, can I set up your merch for you? Yes, of course you can. Mr. Effie, can I lace your boots for you? Of course you can. Lace them tight around the ankles. I'm not trying to get hurt. That's what it should be. But that's not what it is. I still have to heave my shit around like a fucking... Traveling Dr. Parnopsis. What was that movie? Dr. Parnassus? Yeah. That's what I feel like. Where I got to uh -huh. open the, I got to open the bus. They, they see me open the thing up. I've got to pull my carriage up your, and open uh, it. Your Imaginarium? 
I have to open up my fucking Imaginarium every time. I got to carry my Imaginarium around on the road, and then I got to act like I'm a doctor, a magical, mystical doctor. I mean, after you have to see me set it up. Both Colin Farrell and Jude Law in there. Mm, God, what a cast! Uh, wasn't Tom Waits also in that movie? Yeah, I'm Tom Waits. I talk like this. Isn't that how Tom Waits talks? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's as. It's uh, less of an actual impression and more of a. This is how I hear it. I'm Tom Waits. Just do uh, Heath Ledger Joker. Because you know Ledger... that's where Heath Ledger got the is voice it? for the... Yeah, he he studied Tom Waits. Every time I try to do Heath Ledger's The Joker, I end up doing um, Neil Hamburger. Why are you burning the money, they say? <laughs> and now it's turning into David Lynch. Um, Where'd you get those scars? <laughs> uh, Neil Hamburger is in that new black and white Jeremy Allen White I was talking about. Oh, it's yeah. new? Yeah. Oh, I'm in. I'm yeah. fully involved. Uh, I've brought this movie up a hundred times. Did you ever see Entertainment? No. I'm going to make you watch it. I know. It's, oh, it's so good. It's it's not for everyone, which my favorite movies aren't. You know what I mean? They're not for everyone. Uh, but the the kid from Mud. You remember the movie Mud? Did you ever yeah. see Mud with yeah. Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. He plays the clown who opens for him. And it's just, I don't know, it's phenomenal. We Maybe we'll watch this soon. We got a lot of movies to watch, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Bill Pullman film coming up on our Patreon, Weekend at mm-hmm. We are trading films back and forth of watch alongs. So Pitar bringing the Bill Pullman films, uh, Bill Pullman and Sandra Bullock and what? Uh, while you were sleeping. While you were sleeping. Uh, uh, probably the most watched film from my childhood. It's all starting to make sense. Uh, good for you, Peter. I, I think I'm going to enjoy it. And when, then Fast 10. When I think romance, I think uh, someone's in a coma and uh, Bill Pullman's there and we're lying a lot about how we actually feel. And it's better than what the movie could have been when it's called While You Were Sleeping. This could have been a very dark film. I think Peter Boyle's also in it. Is he still alive? I don't know. Hey, Siri, is Peter Boyle alive? This episode isn't called Hey, Siri. 2006, <laughs> so very much not alive, uh, but, you know, we try our best. Uh, how much do you think we'd have to pay Nathan Lane to be our friend? Mm, I think if we had our own sewer boys. Oh, sewer boys! We might have sewer boys under the house. There might be a dead little girl's body under our house this screaming for us to find her like Samara in the ring. And then it will uncover that our landlord has been a criminal the whole time. Um, shit. Okay, pin in that because we can't talk about this on the air. Uh huh. Um, but I have a theory about a celebrity that I feel like we got like the first. Okay, this is like th- this is something that we may have to talk about on the podcast like five years from now, and you know, okay, I'm into it. It comes to a head, but I've had a theory about someone, and I got the first. Is the Rock using children's blood to stay young? Yes, we knew it. We knew it, Dwayne. Uh, do we want to do questions? Oh, we definitely want to do questions. I'm I had sorry, a wonderful I weekend in Canada. I flew home. I tried to sleep on the red eye. Uh, the Canadian weather didn't have it. It was shaking me out the whole time. Just shook. Shook like this. And I also like to do the thing where like I'm scared the plane's going to go down, but I pretend I'm not. Mm-hmm. And so the people next to me are like grabbing the seat and stuff, and I'm like, no, nah, it's cool. But I landed early. I've had a lot of Canadian money in my wallet, and I just want to say – uh, it's a proud customer of Truist Banking, which is the 
uh, new company formed by BB&T and SunTrust that uh, all of you can go fuck yourselves. Yes. Because I went to three different bank branches and called two more, and none of y'all have anyone on staff who can fucking handle international currency. And I roasted a banker to her face because she pissed me off. They said, oh, that's for her to deal with the banker. And I said, I need to deposit this Canadian money. She said, I can't do that. And I go, you're not even a real banker. She said, what? I said, you can't even do half the things we need you to do. You're like, uh, it's like they left you hanging. You didn't learn everything. Did you not show up in time to do your classes? She said, well, you can go to the one at the airport. And I go, okay, yeah, I fly out at 7 a.m. Saturday. They're not open. And she said, well, they have the place there that you can exchange your currency. And I go, yeah, for a horrible rate that I'm fine with doing if it's open and I'm already there. But I came to the bank. I made an errand. And that's worth probably more money than they would have taken. It doesn't matter. Let's do questions. And the $100 bills don't smell like maple syrup. I've been told time and time again they smell like maple syrup. Maybe it fades out after a while. $100 bills do not smell like maple syrup. Okay, questions. All right. Um, this is from Julie. Did Effie follow Peter's advice, or did he make actual Valentine's Day plans? How did this work out? Also, high five Peter for the excellent weather reporting this month. Whoa, love that. Uh, good for you. Thank you for your hard, hard work and research. I did make Valentine's Day plans, and they are just to eat dinner together at his house and then do yoga. But Excellent. I think it'll go well. Yeah. Just yeah, some peaceful yeah. stretching. I've added more cardio in this week, and I'm very sore, so I hope this warm flow candlelight uh, yoga class will help and uh, that we will have a very peaceful evening. I've pushed off our plans to see Madam Webb today to another day, but I don't leave till Saturday, so we have time. Yeah. It should be fine. Um, I think Snoop from Anatomy of a Fall should do a yoga class, like a YouTube oh. thing. Have you seen the goat yoga? Yeah. I want to do goat yoga. Yeah. My goat used to climb on me. <laughs> he would hop up Peanut? on my shoulders. Peanut. Yeah. God. Um, we, there was one house that I lived in in Atlanta where they had the goats come through and like mow the lawn where they would set the fences oh. up. Yeah. They'll eat everything yeah. in a yard. Yeah. Uh, we lost our bushes in the process. <laughs> the goat would also get out in the neighborhood. We've talked about this. Um, that was also the first, the first house that I lived in where I did acid for the first time. And I met a stray goat the first time in the little back there. And it was, did you look at it in its slitty eyes? Yeah, it was a moment. Yeah. It was a moment. They're intense. I used to smoke weed with my goat. Not, he wasn't smoking it too, Yeah, but he would hang out with me outside while I smoked weed. Yeah. And it would, we would bond. We need to get a goat. We do need to get a goat. Like a little bebop. The only problem goat. is like they're fun, they're cuddly, they're good. They, they can just chew shit all the blankets. all the time. Oh, that too. They yeah. just like, and it's not like they tell you they're shitting. Just balls of shit start coming out of their ass. It is a little easier to clean up though. Mm. <laughs> okay, this is from Danny. What are you? What were you guys' favorite Super Bowl halftime show? Oh. Favorite Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, I'm a big Prince fan. My birthday twin, Prince. Uh, I love the Beyonce one. Uh, I rewatched the Lady Gaga one probably once a year. Mm-hmm. I did do a car ride with someone who was just rewatching Super Bowl performances, which I thought was great. Uh, I thought Usher's was really regular and plain until. Did you see the the rollerblading incident? Yep. Did you see her talking about yep. it? Yep. Uh, don't lie on your resume, don't lie folks, on your resume. or you're going to break your wrist and get a black eye during Usher's Super Bowl performance. Did you see Jermaine Dupri's socks? No. He was wearing like little baby doll, f- f- like 
fluffy socks. Really? <laughs> yeah, like he was dressed like uh, like, like Little Man Tate or something. Um, did you know it was I weird? Used, I used to work for Ju- uh, Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> what? Um, it was during. So I used to do uh, like photo and video for like startups in Atlanta. Okay. Um, this is how I have I met um. Uh, Alexis Ohanian, the Reddit guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Isn't he married to uh, Serena Williams? Yeah, 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 yeah. Very yeah. cool. Um, super cool guy for like the 10 minutes that I met him. Um, but like with that group of people, because it's Atlanta, Jermaine Dupree was hopping in on some of the startup stuff. And yeah. so he's the Atlanta guy. Um, I recorded and edited a seminar that he did that made no fucking sense whatsoever. I am here for that. Uh, I just want to say, Alexis Ohanian, if you're that rich and you have a hot wife and things are going well, it's a lot easier to be nice to everyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just think about like how much positive there is in his life, and I go, yeah, I'd probably be pretty nice too. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be much concern. Uh, he apparently loves Waffle House, and so Waffle House catered it, and he wore a um, uh, the little... Oh, the little waffle. Yeah, the, the entire time he the, gave the chef's his talk. Hat. Yeah. I want to say that uh, it's nice to know that when you're a billionaire, uh, your love of Waffle House doesn't go away. Yeah. What a magic thing. Um, okay, this is from Julie Alexander. What podcast do you like to listen to? Oh, y'all are going to judge me. Um, anything Murder Mystery. Dateline 48 Hours 2020. Uh, I've been listening to... Uh, proof murder at the warehouse recently um i've been listening to what is this one called that's hosted by this one's great uh i gotta find it because oh uh uh varnum town which is uh kyle mclaughlin of uh lynchian fame Uh is talking to this journalist about this town in North Carolina that basically became uh, like the Escobar cocaine run place. Oh, shit. Because he wanted to bring it into a town that wouldn't, like, know. Yeah. So they bought an old REO Speedwagon jet and were sneaking cocaine into the town. And so basically everyone in this town became drug dealers and, like, were agreed that we weren't going to discuss this with anybody. And it, like, was such an influx of crazy money at the time on this coastal North Carolina town. It's very good. Varnum Town... Very interesting. That sounds awesome. And it's Kyle McLaughlin, you know, with this journalist doing the whole thing, doing the research together. Very good. Uh, I've also been listening to a lot of um, Bombing with Eric Andre. Have you listened yeah, to this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah. He did an episode with a chef the other day. Uh, it's one of my goals in the next year to be on Bombing. I have some good wrestling bombing stories. So I'm not going to push it, but I feel like it'll things happen the way they need to happen. Yeah. And, uh, we're, we're even closer to one of my other dreams, which we've discussed before. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's going to um, happen. I've been in the monoculture of Blank Check for like the past year. I've really enjoyed Blank Check's uh, recent run with uh, Barbara Streisand. Yeah. I know they're getting out of that now. but Yeah, we're in McTiernan land now. Though. Everybody tell Pitar he has to watch Yentl with me. Okay, okay. Please. Okay. It's so good. Um, I was hanging out with Rabbi Jeremy, and I just wanted to ask him, like, what are your thoughts on Yentl? But I didn't want to be – it sounds like a question that seems of disrespect, but it's not. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, I am in a weird – I started watching Topsy Turvy last night. Have you seen Topsy Turvy? I have not seen Topsy Turvy. Um, it's a Mike Lee movie about um, 
what's it? Pirates of Penzance. Who are um, Gilbert and Sullivan? It's about them. They're like creative breakup and then making their most successful play. What did they make? Pirates of Penzance. I don't fucking know. Peter. No, oh, this is some British shit. Yeah, this is some deep. Yeah, I'm not that white. Um. Okay. This. That was can rude. You chill, Lucifer. She wants to be the star. If you're watching our video, you can see that the dogs just—they want to get our attention while we're recording, mm-hmm. guaranteed. Okay, this is from Rob. How has AJ been? Uh good. Uh, doing a lot of yoga. Uh, made a lot of new friends in his building. Uh, <laughs> just got a raise and a bonus, and uh, is enjoying his work. I think. Um, I think he wasn't happy I wasn't here for his birthday weekend, mm-hmm. but we got through it. We hung out. I got him some cool games for his birthday, Diablo 4 and Tekken 8. So I think that mended the fence a little bit. And then we'll hang out tonight. We've been hanging out more. So I think he's good. I think we're good. And Cranberry's great as well. She's chilling today. I went on a walk with her before I came over here. We had a good time together. Uh, Bebop and Cranberry, still good friends. And Cranberry acts crazy around Bebop. Like, yeah. we'll throw toys at him and stuff. It's really incredible to see her just, like, become kind of a puppy around this little bastard. And whenever Cranberry's over here, she just snuggles right up to you. Yeah. You're, she says, I'm going I to Pitar. love her. <laughs> She's an angel. So, yeah, I think all good on that front. We're excited uh, for our first baby. I'm pregnant. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> fucking crazy, right? We've been trying for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's that perfectly segues into this next question from Bloody Riot. Hi, Effie and Peter. This is a two-part question for both of you. I was excited to learn that you both enjoy fighting games. Lucy, we're going to have a fighting game here in a moment if you don't chill. Um, who is your... Who is your who's your favorite character from fighting games? God. Um Okay, so I do have to say that <laughs> What is this noise you make? What is this noise? She says you must hold me like baby or I will be sad. <laughs> now she's perfectly fine just laughing you belly up just being a baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in Tekken, I'm a big fan of the bear. Uh huh. I like being the bear because you just swipe at people. Yeah. And they can use all their cool fighting techniques and you just swipe people as a bear. Uh, but also, um, if it's like, if it's like, uh, who's the big green guy in Street Fighter? And he's like, kind of looks like the Hulk. Hey, Siri, who's the big green guy in Street Fighter? Blanca. Okay. Blanca. Yeah. Originally just kind of as a pink skinned human character, turned to a green guy pretty quick. Uh, love love that Blanca. Um, AJ, a fan of any female character. If she can kill me with a female in a fighting game, she's happy. I was also a big uh, Soul Calibur fan. Love Soul Calibur. Uh, but I can't name any particular no. character other than, uh, not Volva, Volpa? Volpa, who had like the Edward Scissorhands yeah, thing yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very cool. Um, whatever, whatever Soul Calibur had Spawn. Oh, yeah. I think that was four. Yeah, something. Four or three. It might have been three. Spawn, yeah, Spawn. I don't know. I like, because I like Jason in uh, when they added him to Mortal Kombat. Uh, the new Mortal Kombat, I just want to say the reptile character, when he's not a reptile, very hot. And I'm not apologizing for it at all. Um, I uh, think Johnny Cage is the weakest Mortal Kombat character. Yeah, I, don't I care. agree. I agree. Who is the dude with, is it Kenshi with the swords? 
In Mortal Kombat? Yeah. I don't remember. The whoever the like Twinkie ninja mm. that doesn't have a hat with the sword. He's it blind. Sounds like I'm into him. He's got the Hey Siri, who's the blind character from Mortal Kombat? Kenshi. There we go. He has telekinesis. Kenshi is fully my Mortal Kombat character. Okay, I'm into that. Yeah. Good for you. Kenshi. All right, well, we might have to play some more fighting what games. What about uh, Super Smash? Oh, Duck Hunt Dog. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can kill anyone with Duck Hunt Dog. Hell yeah. I'm a Duck Hunt Dog main yeah. all day. Sometimes I tell people I'm a Duck Hunt Dog main, and they don't believe me, and then they play me as Duck Hunt Dog. Yeah. They're done. You're done. I like Luigi in concept, but I can't play well as Luigi. Yeah. You know? Uh, I'm fully solid snake, but oh. no, no surprise. I like that. Yeah, you are you're a solid snake, baby, in your heart. <laughs> um, actually, I didn't know I even still had this. I have a like $200 Metal Gear art book what? that I got from a thrift store for like a couple bucks, and That's I found sick. it the other day. That's beautiful. Um, there's a bunch of Kojima slander in there because it was written by the, like the actual artist. Oh, and so there's all kinds of stuff where it's like, yeah, Kojima just said make a pretty lady, so I made a pretty lady. <laughs> Kojima just uh, gave me base instructions, and I made his world beautiful. Um, okay, the second part of the question. How do you guys feel about the band The Chromatics? I've been listening to them a lot lately as they are one of my favorites. And also, if you haven't checked out the Hot Ones episode with Barry Keegan, Effie was right. He is a weird little fuck. Hell yeah. I can't wait to watch. I heard he doesn't show Dong in the Hot Ones, though. No. So I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know how deep I'm going to go into it. Uh, but I do like to I like to watch boys suffer uh, while eating hot food. So it's kind he of suffers, up my alley. That's for sure. Good. Uh, I've never listened to Chromatics. Really? Yeah. Sorry. Damn. I, I will now. I'm not opposed. Um, Drive was the movie that got me into them because they did a bunch of the okay. music from it. So I may have heard some of this music. Um, and then they were all over season three Twin Peaks, oh. like performing. See, I've never gotten into season mm-hmm. three. That's the, the more modern one that mm-hmm. they recently did, right? Yeah. R.I.P. Log Lady. R.I.P. Log Lady. It's very sad. Did she get to be in season three before she died? I think maybe. Yeah, hopefully. There might have been like one scene. Not a lot of roles for women with logs these days. Very sad. <laughs> very sad. I created a role that you'll be stuck in for your whole life. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry for giving you these. They told me to keep doing impressions on here. Here's a new impression. You want to hear it? Uh-huh. This is uh, Joe Biden waking up in the middle of the night from a nightmare where it's 1930s again, and he's having to live through the Depression. Oh! oh. It's fine, Jill. How's that? It's great. Top 10? Top 10, yeah. Don't lie to me. Don't uh, fucking lie to me. Um, okay, this is from Kylie. Hey, Effie, random question. Would you ever consider saving the VODs of your video game stream, either on Twitch or on YouTube? Love you both. Yes, and sometimes I don't publish them because I'm not sure of what I said on them. Like Monday night on Monday Night Raw, I said some pretty um, rude things about someone. Oh. I just am going to leave that to the live and not yeah. put it into publish and let it get further because I believe it, but I also don't like uh, – having to hear about it yeah. again sometimes. Uh, but I think the video game ones I should put back up and publish. So I think good reminder, I took them off of auto publish. Uh, also, I don't want to get hit with DMCA stuff. And sometimes the music messes that up. So I don't know. I'm going to go back through and pick a few. Mm-hmm. 
But I will be streaming more video games upcoming, uh, and hopefully more GameCube games. If you want to send me GameCube games, uh, it would be a blessed move on your heart. Uh, some people already have. There's a lot of great GameCube games here. I almost beat Hello Kitty, and then my save file corrupted, and it went away, and I can't bring myself to do it again. But I'm going to eventually. But if you want to send GameCube games, the address is in the descriptor. You can find it. You can send us anything. I left a piece of mail at the mail place too long. I need to go up there. Yeah. Oops. I'm getting charged for them to hold it extra time. Uh, Lucy was the one that corrupted your Hello Kitty save, right? You know, I'm not going to blame her. She's so sweet and cute. But she did jump and then knock the GameCube to the floor. And then everything was lost. But I thought I was saving the game. But I was not saving the game. I was saving something else. It was uh. like I was saving like the outfits. Uh-huh. And it wasn't saving the actual game oh, to the God. game card. I don't know. Too much. That's too much for me. Okay, this is our last one. Okay. I threw a ball for my dog. It's a bit extravagant. He looks great in a tuxedo, though. Oh, my gosh. It's a ball, darling. Mm -hmm. It's the ball ball. They did that on RuPaul one time, the ball ball. Thank you. Was that Heather? That was Heather. God bless you, Heather. Keep them coming. I love love these silly little puns, silly wordplay. You are something else today, you little baby. You need to be picked up. You need to be picked up. And fuck y'all for losing her medication in the mail. She just wants to go out. And y'all fucked it up. I'm speaking on behalf of, of Lucy. It's just like, don't lie. Don't lie. Don't lie. Did we you send it or not? It. We can. It's fine. Don't <sighs> lie to me, though. Don't lie. What do you gain from lying? It's you think just, we're not going to figure it out? Yeah. We're figuring it out. We already know. We know you lied. Give her her medication so we can take her on a nice outdoor adventure. Okay? The weather's heating up here. It's going to yes. be spring soon. Mm-hmm. We're excited. I got that mint sitting in the top of the cabinet for a good spring awakening. We'll get to it. I'm in no rush. Mm-mm. And I think it'll just be fine there. 